Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Way Podcast, where we talk about y'all way and how to live life this way. So excited to be here today with y'all. <laughs> Every time I hit record, I always pray and ask God to help me, I help y'all feel my excitement and my joy. And I swear, I could be in the worst mood. And as soon as I hit record, I'm like, way on, Michelle. So I'm so happy to be here today. <laughs> and... Um, before we get into today's episode, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Let me five stars on the podcasting platform app. And yeah, I don't really have any announcements today. I think this episode, the one announcement I do want to share is this episode will be the last one that is like kind of laid back, chill, conversational. And then February, we're hitting the ground running in our first series. I already have our first four series planned. And I am just so excited to get into these series, y'all. Like, it's going to be so much more knowledge and so much just more exciting things coming. So I'm so excited. And let's get right into today's episode. All right, cool. What's up? What's up? So today, we are talking about passion conference i'm so excited this is just going to be one big passion conference recap and it's literally might be a 20 minute episode and that's okay because or it might be longer there's just so much to unpack but i just want to say i said this on the last few episodes but ayana was on a few episodes back and she uh was one of the people who stayed with me for passion conference then we had scarlet and so i think to just start it off before we even get into Passion Conference, the beauty, first of all, it was a literal 10 out of 10. And the beauty before it even started was all of our friends came in from around the country to stay with us as we hosted them here in Atlanta for Passion Conference. And that was just so sweet on so many levels that I could have exploded. Like everyone that we loved so deeply and dearly were in our house for like four days was just such a freaking treat to start the year off. And it was the best time. And our friend Ayana, Alex, Scarlett came. And then the night before conference started, AG and Grace came, which is funny because everyone I just named has been on a The Way podcast episode. So this is me telling y'all, I'm telling y'all the people I have on this podcast, they are near and dear to my heart. I trust them with everything in me. And therefore I trust them to pour out to y'all and to speak life and truth into y'all. And so that is who was at our house before conference. And truly, it was the best time. The best time. Like, oh, I just, I loved it. We were having little slumber parties and it was just the best. And so... If y'all didn't know, I have done conference choir the past few years. And I'm on the worship team at Passion City Church. So, uh, yeah, we do conference choir every, or the past few years, I've been doing conference choir at conference. And Scarlett got to do it with me this year. And I am so freaking grateful I had that girl. She, she was just my ride or die those three days. And um, now let me say this now, Scarlett, if you're listening, I love you girl, but at Elo conference, which I did a recap episode on that a few months back, Scarlett made us so late one morning to brunch 
And it scarred me for life. It really did. And so the, the week leading up to conference, I was worried that Scarlett was going to make me late every morning to, to uh, choir uh, call time. And literally we had to be up at like 4.50, getting dressed, walking to the martyr, but like 5.40 a.m. And I kept telling Scarlett, I'm like, Scarlett girl, make sure you are up on time, getting ready on time. We will not be late. So I was very nervous about that, right? Well, Scarlett did freaking amazing. Some morning she was even up before me. And so I could have just hugged her. She was just so reliable. Such a good, good friend to have alongside of me this week or that week of conference. And it was just amazing. So Scarlett was in choir with me. We woke up every morning at like around 4 or 5 a.m. And we'd get dressed. We'd be on the Marta by like 5.50 a.m., somewhere in there. And... We'd be walking to the bins at like, we'd be getting off the market. It was like a 12 minute ride. So we'll be getting off the market at like 6, 6.15. It'll take us another 10 minutes to get to the bins. And yeah, I'm a very anal, just very like planner person. And so I was literally planning minute by minute. So we will not be late. I just hate being late, especially to like church things. I feel like it's just so disrespectful to people and and so, um, so we were not late. We made it on time every day. And I was just so grateful and thankful because I always set my mornings up just to have a great day, to just make it on time. And that was just very important to me. And yeah, so me and Scarlett did choir. And basically what that entailed was we sat on the front row of every section surrounding the stage. So every front row every year at conference is probably choir and our role is to literally just elevate the room and worship. And yeah, it was, that's just what we did. And it was so fun. Some, some years we've been able to go on stage and we do some sets on stage. Actually this year, a small bit of us, like 20 of us did get to go on stage for Brooke Ledger Woods um, set, but we'll get to that. Um, but choir was consisted of over 150 people. So a good chunk of them didn't get to go on Brooke's set, but Anyways, yeah, that's just like what my role was. And I was a group point. So it was like a choir captain, but not really. Basically, what happened was is uh, all the group points got assigned a group within the choir. Because, again, it was 150 people. And our point person was uh, Stephanie and Michael. And so basically we were just helping choir. What, what were their things? Like the leader, like the choir leaders. There were two of them. Uh, just helping relay communication to smaller groups of and smaller chunks of people. And so that was a role. I got to lead a few girls. They were sweetie. That was fun. And yeah, so that was my role. Now I wanted to break it down session by session. Now let's just go ahead and back it up to session one. Okay. Also, please ignore this ugly notebook. I literally could not find my pretty journal for conference. So this is my work. Every morning I like write my task and to-do list in this work notebook and it's just so ratchet and ugly. So please ignore it. Anyways, session one, Sadie Robertson. Before we even get to Sadie Robertson, can we please discuss how at the last minute, okay, we got asked to be a part of the opener and only my section of choir got got asked to be a part of the opener. And last year we were a part of the opener as well. And that was so fun. But that was the whole choir. So this 
year we got to ask to be a part of the opener like two hours before it was about to freaking happen and basically what it was was brandon lake can y'all know i love brandon lake okay he came out and he with praise praise the lord oh my soul that's one of my favorite songs too so the opener that we got to be a part of and we had to run down and rehearse it before they before they opened the doors was brandon was in praise the opener was this big praise. Like it was like an, like an Avengers moment of like Brandon was up there. Passion was up there. And I think some more people, I don't even know, but Brandon was like the main, like leader, leader singer of that song. And so the opener y'all Brandon, when we towards the end of the song, Brandon would run off the stage and we got to be a part. We had to mosh pit with him. So Brandon was in the middle of choir, the my section, and we were surrounding him, and we were just like, hey, 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 just like jumping around him and hyping him up, and it was so fun. And Brandon was Brandon like is so cool, y'all. He's just so cool, and he was in the middle, of just like dancing and singing and leading worship in the middle of the mosh pit, and. And it was so cool because, like, the whole stadium followed suit. Like, it was a, such a small chunk of the stadium. Keep in mind, it was 55,000 people in this stadium, okay? And our little section of, like, 20 people were surrounding Brandon. We were like, hey, 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 hey. And, uh, and he was singing. And then it was so fun when he got to the little every day. That has read. And so we were just, like, in the praise of the and it was just so fun and so that was the opener and it was so fun i might actually insert clips of everything i'm saying but so yeah that was session that was the very beginning of session one and that was just i was on a cloud nine i just had so much fun it was just so fun y'all and so after that it was more worship and y'all literally i'm just gonna say this one time worship was a 1000 out of 10 Every single set. And it wasn't because the songs were so good or they sounded so good. It was literally because of the presence of the Lord. The literal role of a worship leader is to usher you into the presence of God. It does not matter who was on that stage. If it was Passion Music, Christian Stanfield, Brett Yonker, Carrie Job, Cody Carnes. Who else was up there? Brandon Lake, Phil Wickham. It don't matter who the heck was up there. They ushered Brooke Lizardwood. It doesn't matter who was up there. Every single person ushered us into the presence of God. And that is why worship, there was no performing y'all. And I know the opener could have sounded like it was like a performance, but that was just to get everybody hyped that conference was starting. Right after that, we literally were on our knees crying out to Lord. Like, it was just the best worship. Ugh. And I think Christian did a strip set after that. But that was just phenomenal, y'all. And that was the top of session one. It was freaking amazing. And so Sadie Robertson preached about the Bible. She told the story of the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. That was amazing. I don't have much to say about that. I, I would say all the um, sermons are posted. So I would 10 million thousand percent recommend to go watch every single sermon. Every sermon was a, when I tell y'all nothing missed this year. Like people always joke about like every year at conference, there's that like that like sleeper sermon or like the one that you take a nap in. And 
I kid you not. There was not one just sleep. No one. Everybody was alert the whole time. Every sermon hit. Everyone was just freaking amazing. Y'all. I, I cannot stress that enough. But anyways, I'm going to briefly touch on the sermon. Sadie preached about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. It was freaking amazing. And just the way that she literally memorized all that was just insane to me. And I don't know. I think Sadie, Sadie was phenomenal. And you could feel her heart for what she was saying. It was just so good. It was so good. And then I think, was it after Sadie that the Bible translation happened? So actually, one of my old friends, Leo, got to be a part of this moment. And none of us have seen Leo. Leo was friends with a bunch of us and young adults here at Passion City Church. But he moved away last year or was it two years ago now to California. And so we haven't none of us have seen him, but he was friends with all of us when he was here. And Leo was just such a phenomenal dude. And Leo actually got to be the like main character of the scripture translation like he typed it out on stage. Then they sent him on a plane. I don't even know what the country is, y'all. They sent him on a plane to this country, or was it a town in Peru or something in Peru that did not have scripture in their language? And Leo got to hand deliver this little village in Peru scripture for the first time ever in their life. Okay. And it was just like Leo got to do, like, I was so proud of Leo. I could have went and just hugged that boy. I, I That was just such a beautiful, sweet moment of scripture translation. And like, we just witnessed history. And that was after Sadie, I'm pretty sure. And we got to uh, stretch hands and pray for Leo until he left the building, got on the airplane, and then a camera crew went with him. So they got everything on camera of Leo delivering the scripture, and it was just freaking amazing, y'all. And that was after Sadie. And then after Leo left the building, Ben Stewart got his butt up, and he freaking preached his butt off. And, oh, I remember the biggest thing Ben Stewart said that I said I will never forget. He said, there are too many of us trying to get the benefits of the kingdom without the king. And when he said that, I about threw my notebook across that stage because I was like, Ben, stop playing. OK, and it was so so much goodness that Ben preached about. In his sermon, it was just insane. That's why I'm saying I'm literally not going to do any of these sermons justice. That's why I'm like, I will tell y'all how good they are. But y'all need to just go watch the sermons. Yeah, that's all I have to say about Ben. Okay, so then the next morning. So then the next morning was session two, y'all. And I genuinely can't even remember worship. It probably was Passion Music or was it Carrie? I don't even know, y'all, but at one point, Carrie and Cody got up there and started running around with the flag, and it was just phenomenal. Like, Carrie and Cody, I just cannot believe they're married. Like, I've known for years now that they're they're a married couple, but, like, when you see them in action together, that is like, okay, this is this was a couple that was literally handpicked by God. Like, he made Carrie be born to be Cody Carnes' wife. Like, they are just the definition of a kingdom couple. And the fact that they have the same giftings and they share stages and are just such a holy couple is insane to me. 
But they did worship at some point on the second day. I don't even remember, y'all. The second day was a literal 12-hour day for us. And um, JP preached the first freaking sermon, and he also preached his... Jonathan Bacluda is so freaking gifted. Like, it is ridiculous. He is a gifted communicator. And I really do feel like we have been deprived of him of all of these years because I feel like he's just, like, becoming something lol that's his uh podcast but he's just like we're just now discovering him and i just am kind of upset that i did not discover him 10 years ago but anyways jonathan bakuda preached and he preached about how god jesus is the only way to heaven like god is the only way like that is the only truth and you tell people the truth because you love them and he used this great analogy i would never forget what he was saying now i might butcher it but he was saying how if you are in an airport and you know that your friend's flight is at gate D, but they say, actually, I'm going to go to gate A or I'm going to gate C or I'm going to gate F because I want to go to gate F. But you as their friend know that their plane is at gate D out of love. You are going to tell that friend, hey, friend, your plane is actually going to be on gate D. And I want you to make it to your destination. So I'm I'm telling you, please don't go to those other gates. Go to gate D because that is where your flight is. That is the same way with Jesus, y'all. There are so many people that are saying all of these ways are the way. But that's not true, y'all. Buddhism is not, you're not, that's not the way to the father. Uh, uh, Hinduism. Muslim, all of this stuff is not the way to the father. The only way to the father is through Jesus Christ. And we tell people that news because we love them. We tell people that Jesus died on the cross because we love them. And that's literally what his whole sermon was about is we tell the truth because we love these people. Keeping this stuff from people is a, a, we are depriving them of the truth. Y'all like we know the truth. We cannot keep it to ourselves. And that was what John Tepacuda's message was about. It, it just hit again. Please go watch the whole thing. I'm actually going to go rewatch all the sermons. And then Levi preach. Levi Lusco. Oh my God. And then now keep in mind, I'm really just kind of skipping through. At some point, Passion Led Worship this day. Uh, what? Who? Carrie and Cody Led Worship. I just don't know, remember in what order. But then Levi preached and Levi. Levi's message was so freaking amazing. This man put trash bags all on stage. And I, we were all sitting around like, what is going on? Tell me why underneath all of the trash bags, y'all, was a cross. And it was just the most beautiful, beautiful sermon. And he was talking about, at one point, he was talking about grief and how God, how what the enemy takes for, means for evil, God turns it for our good and just all this stuff and like the trash bags are like gross, but like the cross was underneath. Do you see the beauty in that? Like, Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful because what God, what the enemy takes for evil, God turns it for good. So like you see all this trash, but underneath the trash is the cross. Do you see, are you understanding what I'm, what I'm saying? Like it was a beautiful illustration, beautiful. And Levi just preached his butt off. He just preached his butt off. He did. He did. And then, session wait what session are we on i don't even know but earl preached next 
Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. I absolutely love Earl McClellan. If you do not know who this man is, please look him up. He's a phenomenal preacher and a communicator of the word. Every time that man preaches, let me tell you, I took one sentence note. These are my notes for Earl's sermon. The first bullet point, Earl. Second bullet point, don't bargain with the devil. Third bullet point, no deal. I took three notes because I literally did not want to miss a word of anything that he said. I, I just eat everything he says up. And Earl's message was about not bargaining with the devil. And he was just phenomenal. Like, just don't bargain with the devil. Like, I can't even, I, I don't even want to describe, like, just go watch it. Go watch it. And I know, oh, and he had the gumball illustration too. And I know that a lot of people resonated with that message so much. Like, stop being in the world. Like, don't be one foot in, one foot out type uh, spiel. But that was what his message was about. And God, I just love the way Earl preaches. Like, it just moves me. And his message was freaking phenomenal, y'all. Just go watch it. Um, And then... We'll be back after a quick break. Do you want to dig deeper in your study of Reformed theology? The All of Life for God podcast presented by Reformation Heritage Books offers you weekly sermons, audiobook chapters, and interviews that will help strengthen your relationship with Jesus Christ. So what are you waiting for? Just search All of Life for God wherever you get your podcast and start listening today. Presented by Reformation Heritage Books. Oh, Louis Preach. This is the one session I missed because uh, we had to sing for Brooke Lidgertwood and Brooke was the end of Louis's message. So we had to go back and rehearse and do all this stuff during Louis's message. So I missed his message. But his message was about the cross, I think. And there was a big cross in the um, the uh, arena. And I don't I, honestly, I don't really know what his message was about for being honest but yeah like I said we weren't sitting in for his message we were in the we were backstage rehearsing and then Brooke did worship that night and that was amazing and I love Brooke Lidgerwood so freaking much like gosh she is such a holy sweet humble pure woman like I freaking love that woman so much and um that was amazing just getting to be on stage with Brooke Lidgerwood was literally like what are you even saying? I'm on stage right now with her, you know? So that was amazing. Brooke is sweet. Her worship, she always ushers us into heaven. So we love Brooke. And then that was when Brandon Lake and Phil Wickham did their late night session worship night. That was amazing. We um we sang all the hits. Uh Brandon and 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 uh Phil together are amazing. I I just love, literally when I tell you I love everyone that was there, I just do. And so we just literally worshiped until midnight that night, and uh, we had a blast, and I was tired, not going to lie. But, oh, and did I tell you all that the enemy attacked me? I couldn't even walk for a bit of it because I was jumping so hard with Brayden Lake on the, in the mosh pit. I pulled a muscle in my calf muscle and literally couldn't walk. Anyways, so... I forgot to tell y'all that at the beginning. But anyways, we worshiped till midnight and then we went home. And then the next day, y'all, don't even get me started. 
who preached that? Oh, Christine Kane. Christine Kane preached that last day. And she preached about new wineskins. And the new wineskins, I can't do it justice, y'all. Y'all just have to go watch the sermons. I'm telling y'all, please, I will link what, what, where y'all need to go to find these sermons in the description and in the show notes. But Isaiah 43, oh my gosh, Christine's message was just so good and so timely. And again, I don't even have the words to to describe her message. It was just literally about new wineskins and old wineskins. And so please just go watch it. That's my only request. And the last moment I want to talk about was when passion led worship on the third day. I, it was a moment that I cannot describe. Like it was, we actually ended up singing Agnes day for 20 minutes like we literally kept singing, holy are you, Lord God almighty, worthy is the lamb, worthy is the lamb, you are holy. We did that for 20 minutes. People on their faces, like that was one of those moments. I've experienced a few moments like this too where God is just there. That is truly the only way to describe the moment was God was just there. He was just there that there's no other way to put it. And we were on our faces crying like, because God was there. And I genuinely am just so moved, changed by that moment. Like, that's one of the moments I think back on it. I am genuinely depressed that we are not still doing that. Like just literally singing the song of heaven just over and over and over and over again to Jesus. And God just there placing his hand on every single one of us. I just can't explain it, y'all. Like it was just so heavenly, that moment. And it's been, it's gone so viral. So I know a, a lot of y'all probably listening to this have seen snippets of it. And there's been hateful comments everywhere. But I want to attest and testify as someone who was in the freaking room. That was a holy moment. I literally could not stop crying. Like my makeup was ruined after that moment. And there were people on there, like, like, I cannot explain it to you. I, I will literally link it below as well. 
But it was just one of the holiest moments I've ever been a part of on this side of earth. And it truly just makes you so extremely excited for heaven. And so, oh my gosh, I am just, and that was pretty much the end of conference. Like the literal theme of it was calm on heaven. And that is exactly what we did. We did nothing more and nothing less. We just called on heaven. And so I know there were so many salvations. There was so much good for the kingdom that happened in those days. And I am just so honored to be able to be in the room, to be able to be a part. I will never get over Passion Conference. Passion Conference is something that will be so always be so near and dear to my heart every year I get to go. I'm like, this is just different. Louis and Shelly are just built different. That is the only way I can describe those two humans. And so, yeah, that's literally the most scatterbrained 30-minute recap of Passion Conference I could have done. But I just wanted to give y'all a glimpse of what I did those three days and just the beauty of those three days. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, I can't even... I'm about to go look at all my videos now and all of, cause I vlogged all the three days, LOL and all the worship clips and everything just to relive it now after talking about it, because it was just that amazing. And so I, I'm just, I'm like literally sad now. Y'all know how that post-conference depression be coming in. That is real. And I've talked about that on this podcast because, you know, a lot of times we're just in these, unusual environments experiencing God in a more tangible way with all of his children surrounding us it's such a great environment to be in but it's just dangerous because when you leave it's like well crap I don't feel God like I did in that arena I don't even know if God's listening to me anymore I don't even I'll never hear our sermon you know and and that negativity and that depression and stuff can start kicking in but this is why it is important to be discipled and mentored after these high moments in these conferences. Um, so you won't lose what you, you will lose what you felt in a way, but God is not, not changed. Like he's forever the same, the same God. There is the same guy sitting right here on the couch with me as I talk to y'all. And so that's just the danger of these moments in these conferences, but they're just so freaking beautiful. And I could feel God's smile on that room. I could, that was the one thing I kept saying to my friends. I feel his smile. I feel God's smile. And so to be a part of something that literally make God smile, I'm so honored and blessed. And so that's it. That's Passion Conference recap. Until next year, I guess. Passion Conference. I'm so sad. I'll miss you. But anyways, that's the end of this episode. And again, next week, we are starting all of our series, getting into the nitty gritty of the year. And I'm so excited. It's about to be February already. Thank you for all the birthday wishes. It's been amazing. It's been an amazing month. we got some ups and downs, but it's been a great month so far. So I'm just blessed and I'm thankful. And I just love Jesus so much. I love him. I love this platform. I love y'all. Thank y'all for listening. Thank you for all the sweet messages. If you sent me a message, y'all, I've read it. And I keep forgetting to get back to some people, but I'm seeing them. And every time y'all encourage me, I just am so grateful and blessed that y'all listen. So thank y'all so much. Um, that is the end. I will talk to y'all next week on the start of our series. Bye. Bye.